Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. They act like they're together. They say they're single. They go together real bad. Like, I can't tell what your Miami and Diddy. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, Ada. All right, it's Thursday, and Young Miami has opened up about her relationship with Diddy a little bit, and she discussed retiring, possibly. So we got to dive into that. Also, Nelly has made the claim that he's responsible for the Air Force One's price hike which may be true, actually. And Kendrick Lamar and Megan Thee Stallion will be appearing on episodes of Saturday Night Live coming up. So a couple of things to get into, but first, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Hit that follow button or that subscribe button on whichever streaming app you're listening to us on. Thank you. You know we appreciate all the love and support. Now let's go ahead and jump in. All right, so let's talk about Young Miami and Diddy. I feel like these two have been a hot topic of conversation over many a DX Daily episode. I feel like they're just always making news somehow. And now it seems like Young Miami addressed whether or not they may be getting married soon. But it didn't It didn't sound like, you know, it was solidified all the way yet, though, right? Right. So she did a new interview with Pop Sugar, and she kind of talked about her relationship, or not so relationship with Diddy. Like I said, it's been back and forth they act like they're together they say they're single they go together real bad like I can't tell what your Miami and Diddy but she kind of said in the interview she said people don't know us they don't know what the f we got going on her and Diddy she says I'm in there like (laughs) shut the f up y'all know what we have going on me and him gonna be married boom no I'm just saying so from that quote alone it's giving and maybe they are together, but not at serious. But if they do get married, she or if he does propose, she wouldn't say no. So I don't know what they got going on. To me, it's a messy relationship I would never be in. But if it works for Young Miami and Diddy and Carisha, please, then I guess it's what it is. Well, according to Young Miami, she's retired now that she's dating Diddy or not dating Diddy. <laughs> she said, I'm retired. I don't even rap no more. What rap? What studio? Like, she said, that doesn't exist anymore because she's dating Diddy now. So what need does she have to do that? She, she doesn't want to work anymore. Nah, but then she kind of like, she kind of says psych, but low key, I felt like she was serious at the same time. So she, she at the end, cleaned it up like she was just playing, but. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if the wedding thing does come into play or if the relationship goes to that next level, I don't know. Maybe we won't get as much city girls as we're getting now. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I think they're still work or like working on their album or trying to put that out. But there was yeah, other all right. like... <laughs> <right>. <laughs> they are there in Paris one week. They're on the yacht. Yeah, Young Miami is everywhere but the studio. Right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't really... I wouldn't be surprised if we don't ever really get another City Girls album. And then people always talk about how JT is the better rapper. Young Miami just does her thing. So JT could go solo. Young Miami just be her Carisha, please. I don't know what they got going on, but we'll see. Well, JT was on the Nicki Minaj um, Freaky Girl, Super Freaky Girl Queen remix without Young Miami. 
So maybe, you know, they are still doing more of their more and more of their solo thing. You don't know. But I don't think I don't think it's over for the city girls. I think young Miami is just basking in the relationship right now. But as more and more time goes on of them being together or not being together, single, married, whatever they want to call it, uh, as more of that goes on. I think she'll get back into the swing of the city girls and her talk show host and being the the city girl version of Oprah on Carisha, please. <laughs> I think she'll she'll lean more into that as time goes on and they get more secure in the relationship. I do. I see that too. All right, well, let's switch gears a little bit now and talk about Nelly because he claims that he is responsible for the Nike Air Force One's price hike. And I kind of... I'm inclined to agree with him on this one because Air Force Ones, like, give me two purrs, not pairs, <laughs> but two purrs. I need two purrs. Like, that was a movement <laughs> for the for the forces. I mean, forces were already a thing. Like, people were already wearing forces. They weren't that expensive. Like, you can get them fresh whites, you know, first day of school type vibes. But I feel like after that song dropped, they had, like, a, a cultural surgence not a resurgence but a, a surge within the culture like of just people wanting to wear air force ones all the time and then i think that did play a little bit into the price hike of it and i also think like the the rise of sneaker culture and and resellers and resale culture and all of that played into it too at a later state but when the song came out I think that was the start of the hike. And then all of the other things came after that. But I kind of agree with Nelly on this one. Yeah, I agree, too. He talked about it in the interview with Complex's Sneaker Shopping. And he had said when they first started rocking the Air Force Ones, they were only about $60. And then when they did the song, eight months later, they were $100. And, you know, because of now, because of the reseller, resellers and Nike Air Force Ones having more designs and more colors and things like that, they're going up. I think they're like 110, 120 now. And I don't, I didn't even know they were $60. So I kind of give Nelly credit of, yeah, they went up after the song because I don't remember ever paying 60. So oh, yeah. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was a kid, but yeah, nah, that was, that was, that was the, the deal back then. Like you had to get some Air Force Ones, or you had to get some Adidas. Those were the less pricey, all white sneakers if you wanted those, or if you wanted the, you know, superstar Adidas, the white and with the black stripes and all of that. But yeah, like if you wanted a nice, clean, new sneaker that was like acceptable to wear with everything, like and not like, you know, the Walmart brand and none of that, like you could get you some forces at the beginning of the school year. Yeah. Yeah. Once that price went up, it was different. It was different. Now, now you might as well have asked for some Jordans because <laughs> you paying over a hundred at this point. So you might as well have shoot for the shoot for the stars and ask for some J's instead of some forces. That's really how it was. But I, I agree that the song played a major part in so many people wearing forces. So I, I think I think we can close the case on this one. I think Nelly is correct here. Oh yeah, for sure. And he also touched on uh, that they didn't get any residuals because of the song. He said that Nike did supply like a couple of Air Forces when they were on tour. But as far as like getting like a check for, you know, helping increase the brand, he said they didn't get any of that. Oh, you should have known that. You should have known that, (laughs) Nelly. They they ain't doing that. Nah, especially if you took it upon yourself, you didn't sit down with them, do a deal. Yeah, these clothing lines and brands and shoes and all that, like, Mm, not that generous not not generous enough to be like oh you took it upon yourself to do this let's let's give you some money on the back end yeah doubt it would be nice would be the moral thing to do but we know that's not what they operate off of 
Right. All right. Well, now let's talk about Kendrick Lamar and Megan The Stallion because they are among the people who have been tapped for the next season of Saturday Night Live. And I actually was really excited about this because I saw on Instagram, I just saw Megan post up the the little post-it notes that they post when guests are going to be on the show. And it was like October 15th, Megan The Stallion. It said that for the, the host. And I was like, oh, cool, Megan's hosting. And then it was like Megan The Stallion again for the performer. So that was fire to see. So I found out about Megan first. And then I learned that Kendrick was also going to be performing on one of the episodes. And I was just like, oh, y'all, y'all taking it there this season. Oh, yeah, definitely. So Kendrick Lamar is actually going to be kicking off season 48 of SNL on October 1st. He is just going to be the performer for that show. And uh, the Maverick star, Miles Teller, is going to be the host for the season opener. And then, of course, like you said, Megan Thee Stallion doing hosting and performing for October 15th. Um, So very dope to see them tap into the hip hop side, Kendrick Lamar, Megan Thee Stallion. I would have liked to see Kendrick get a little bit of his acting bag or maybe he'll pop in for a skit or two during the episode. But for Megan to really be hosting and performing and getting her performances in and her acting in, that's going to be a good one to tune into. It really is. And she wrote about it on Instagram. She said, hosting and performing, real hot girl-ish at NBC SNL. Tune in all hotties. So she clearly sounds very excited about it. I'm sure that's going to be a dope performance. But I'm trying to think like what songs she's going to perform because I just feel like the subject matter, like how how are we, what, what are we doing with that on, on TV? I guess she could do like um, she heard the dance song. Um, mm-hmm. And what other songs is she going to do? Like the songs I want to hear her perform, I, I don't think she's going to perform those. Like I would like to hear NDA or Not Nice off the new album. And I feel like those are really family family friendly songs for Meg the Stallion. So I don't really know what song she's going to do off the new project other than maybe she, her, which is the dance one. Yeah. I was thinking that too, cause SNL, one thing it, it is live and you got a live studio audience. And I mean, if she does do one of her more vulgar songs, it's going to be a lot of instrumental. So I'm like, what's going to be the best performance wise. So I think that she and her definitely gonna get done, but yeah, I don't know what other ones she could do. That's not like a, a classic Megan one, you know? Right, yeah, and I, I don't think she's going to go backwards in the catalog. I think she's only going to do what's from this new project. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what selection she makes. I'm also super, super excited about the Kendrick because, I don't know, do, do they only let them do one song? Do they let them do a medley? Like, I, I need to know so I can prepare myself because if it's only going to be one song, I'm just like, all right, well, what song is it going to be? Like, but if it's going to be a little medley, um, hopefully we can get at least, like, three to five yeah, I think they do about three musical breaks on during the show. It's been so long since I watched a full episode of SNL, but Who I think it's like three. Yeah, girl, yeah. So we'll see, but five would be good for Kendrick. Yeah, and like we said, it's been a long time since we watched, but we will be tuned in for Kendrick and Meg. And Kendrick, man, these tour like. I I follow the perfect fan pages like for for certain artists like the Kendrick the Kendrick Lamar Bible fan page just lets me know everything that goes on with Kendrick Lamar (laughs) so every night I'm seeing these performances from the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers tour he's killing it we're seeing um side performances at Dumbo House like little exclusive things that he's doing with Jay and Beyonce in the building and all this thing like Kendrick Lamar Bible has everything Kendrick Lamar shouts to them and whoever runs that page because I feel like their full-time job is just like finding Kendrick Lamar videos on the internet (laughs) I don't know but either way thank them because I'm always in the loop about Kendrick from that page 
But yeah, like these performances, man, they've been getting better and better. So whatever he's got in store for SNL, I'm excited to see. And I hope he does something. I hope he tops that Grammy Grammy performance. Like, cause that was like the last major Kendrick Lamar TV performance I can re- recall in recent memory. So I hope mm-hmm. what he does tops that Grammy performance. Same here. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. October 1st, right around the corner. So yeah. All right. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that's that's right, right there. All right, well, we'll cap it off there today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us on socials as well. I am at Asia Sky on everything. A-S-H-I-A is Asia, and S-K-Y-E is Sky. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All right, we will be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.